You are listening to the Mythical Jesus Podcast, taking the Christ of faith seriously. A podcast that dives into faith development, cognitive development, using Jesus as the framework for that. We dive deep into the Jesus of the New Testament, showing him as the preeminent example of development and what that development looks like. Buckle your seatbelts. Sit back, enjoy the ride. This is going to be a lot of fun because diving into the Jesus narrative has never been done like this before. You can visit our website at christoffaith.org. On the site, you will find tools, resources, documents to help you in your faith development and to better understand Jesus, the teacher, and his role in that. And now, on to what you've been waiting to hear. Welcome to another episode of the Mythical Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real. Grateful for this chance to be with you. Today, we're going to be in Mark chapter 7. And uh, we're going to start with verse 1. We're going to go all the way to the end. This story is super interesting uh, for a couple of reasons, but mostly because of the teaching of Jesus that what we put into our mouth is not important, but rather what comes out of it. This starts off talking about the Pharisees, and biblical records paint the Pharisees as big on rules, boundaries, and the law, rigid religious practices, and hypocrites ignoring humanity and the spiritual. In actual historical and cultural studies, though, it gets messier than that. The Pharisees, like all other kinds of groups of humans, are really hard to stereotype and paint as being this one thing. Certainly there were uh, men who were upright among the Pharisees, and there were men who were uh, full of unhealthy ego uh, in that group as well. But often in the biblical record, Jesus and others are pointing to the Pharisees as being these huge people on rules and uh, not really making space for the spirit of the law. The Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus and saw some of his disciples eating food with hands that were defiled, that is, unwashed. The Pharisees and all Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing, holding to the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And they observe many other traditions, such as the washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. It is interesting to note that we didn't really recognize the importance of washing our hands with germs, at least in the modern world, until the 1870s. It was even until the 1980s that it became a big deal for all of us, just us, just everyday people just washing our hands every day, every day uh, to rid ourselves of germs. And yet you look at this, this biblical scripture and you recognize on some level they had connected the dots uh, of cleanliness before eating with washing hands and also washing the cups and pitchers and kettles. And so there is some indication here that there was, at least at some point, recognition of of perhaps a connection to germs or illness or some some connection that when you wash things you're less likely to be defiled by them so the pharisees and teachers of the law asked jesus why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating their food with defiled hands he replied isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites as it is written Therefore, people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. 
You have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human traditions. And he continued, You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. For Moses said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. But you say that if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is korban, that is, devoted to God, then you no longer let them do anything for their father or mother. Thus you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and you do many things like that. I will note here that there are lots of religions in the world that pretend to claim that you should honor your father and mother, and that you should seek all your days to take care of your parents uh, when they need it, because they took care of you essentially, right? And yet, a lot of religions call you to draw a line of allegiance towards them, the religion, in ways that often have you distancing yourself or to some degree turning your back on your parents. Uh, And I just want to note that. It says, thus you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down and you do many things like that. Verse 14, again, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, listen to me, everyone, and understand this. Nothing outside a person can defile them by going into them. Rather, it is what comes out of a person that defiles them. After he had left the crowd and entered into the house, his disciples asked him about this parable. Are you so dull, he asked? Don't you see that nothing that enters a person from the outside can defile them? For it doesn't go into their heart, but into their stomach, and then out of their body. It says in saying this, Jesus declared all foods clean. Now, out of note here again, there are lots of religions out there that call you to stay away from certain kinds of foods or drinks. Uh, there are religions out there that are deeply uh, critical of and antagonistic towards, for instance, conscious altering tools like magic mushrooms or LSD. Um, we are now in a world in 2020 where we're beginning to see huge strides of progress in, uh, for instance, the Mormons are uh, antagonistic towards coffee and tea. And yet we now know that these substances, at least to some degree, have significant health benefits. We know that most religions are antagonistic against conscious altering tools. And yet we see studies coming out that people are able to shed huge degrees of PTSD and trauma by having therapeutic sessions with MDMA or magic mushrooms. We ought to recognize that religions all over the world are often drawing lines in the sand of what its members can do and not do to be in good standing and to be able to signal their worthiness to others in the group. And yet what Jesus seems to be saying is what comes out of you, not what goes in you, is the problem. For instance, in verse 20, Jesus went on, what comes out of a person is what defiles them, for it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. And so the little note here at the end of this short little episode is that it is what comes out of the person, the words you use, how attached to your ego you are, your defensiveness, your betrayal, your lack of Kindness and compassion, your dishonesty, your unhealthy mechanisms, your shadows. Those are the things that you need to work on, to rid yourself of, to sit with yourself in and try to figure out why you do the things you do. 
in an effort to be a better you, in an effort to be more Christ-like, not the foods or drinks that you take in. Until next time, this has been the Mythical Jesus Podcast. See you then. Come thou fount of every blessing Tune my heart to sing thy grace Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for songs of loudest praise Teach me some melodious sonnet Sung by flaming tongues above Praise the mount I'm fixed upon it Mount of thy redeeming